0: Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician. Each season of Dissect dives deep into one album, examining the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. We've covered albums by Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, just to name a few, and our brand new season just launched all about Radiohead's 2007 masterpiece, In Rainbows. Listen to Dissect on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, because great art deserves more than a swipe.
1: Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Action-packed celebrity-filled rundown today. Yep. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. And reminder, minutes. if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, give us a call at 646 stew 138 And now, the biggest news of the week. Taylor Swift attended a Kansas City Chiefs game where mm-hmm. she ate uh, chicken tenders with both ranch and ketchup. Okay. On the plate.
2: So you've seen the picture. Sure. So the ranch and the ketchup were very, um, they are separate by at least two inches. So yes. they were not commingling. No. And the it chicken wasn't... tender has not been bit into yet either.
1: I just want to say, crucially, if they were commingling, it would perhaps be a Russian dressing. Yes. So important distinction.
2: Yes. And um, the tendy looked like a typical stadium tendy, like mm-hmm. overbreaded, over-crispy, too much outer layer.
1: Also a really weird shape having nothing to do with chicken. It
2: looked like a fist.
1: It was just sort of like a mound of, yeah. s- of something.
2: Yes, I want my chicken tenders <laughs> to sort of look like a I Vermont. Impersonate chicken. Impersonate yeah. chicken. Or just kind of have that that sort of like, um, like a long arrowhead to a spear shape, you know? And I want them to be sort of flattish, not too thick.
1: Yeah, this is like a pile of chicken or something. It's pretty weird.
2: It does feel like she got the worst chicken tender of the bunch, which is not how you treat Tay Tay.
1: It also is it possible this wasn't actually her plate because she has no relationship to it. No, other and her than it body being language. Here. Her
2: body language doesn't say I'm eating this now.
1: Because here's the thing: I've been thinking about Taylor Swift for weeks, long before this Travis Kelsey situation. Okay. The stamina this woman needs to have to do her tour, which she's, like, very early on in, will be doing for another 18 months, is not really giving me chicken nugget. I just feel like that's not helping with her performance on the stage. And I just wonder if, like, she happens to to sit down and, like, maybe the woman in the picture with her, who's holding a child, perhaps put her plate down for a minute for the photo op or something like that. Like, I'm just not convinced this was Taylor Swift eating this. Well, alleged piece of chicken. I'm sure
2: there are other ringer podcasts that will go much deeper on this Taylor Swift story, but I will say briefly that this is very much a uh, for the cameras PR stunt type of a thing, and and Wait, she is I know and really? she is trying to be like the I am just like you Middle America look at me kind of a thing, and eating a chicken tendy at the football game very much screams that, which is why I don't think it's a mistake that the chicken tendy is part of her experience.
1: Also, the red and white is like Chiefs colors. Yes. Um, is chicken tendy a Jacobiism? Is it a no, family thing? People say tendy. Who says that? People. Oh, okay.
2: This is like glizzy. Like trust me. Okay. Just trust me on okay. this one. I,
1: I as you know, I'm just in my my cloistered park slope existence, so yes. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Um any further notes on Taylor Swift that you'd like to share or need to get out there?
2: Yes. I like chicken tenders. Okay. I like vodka crayons. Okay. They do not mix. <laughs> Like, those two flavors, <laughs> you cannot wash a chicken tender down with a vodka cranberry. There's something about the tartness of the cranberry that just doesn't mix.
1: Once again, I understand drinking vodka cran. I get it. Yes. I just feel like at a football game, it's just not really a football beverage, unless you're, like, 10 o'clock college freshman still getting used to, like, kegs and eggs or whatever. 10 a.m., of course. Um,
2: I think it's a calorie-conscious choice of course. in the sweet. The sweet yeah. that have anything Limited, you want. Yeah. So I'm sure that it's... it's, it's um. Uh, with the red and white theme again. Of I think it's vodka, a lot of soda, splash of crayon, limit cows.
1: Yeah, because it's not that much crayon. The color, you could tell. Exactly. It's another reason why she probably didn't have this chicken tender. It's not a calorie conscious choice, but I get it. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I'm a pineapple girl, the Juliet. We haven't mentioned Juliet, it in a while. yeah. Vodka, soda, splash of pineapple. But of course, that's not a red themed beverage. So, so there you go. I respect the game. All right. Shall we move on? Of course. Next up, more celebrity news. A while ago, we discussed Lana Del Rey seemingly serving people at a Waffle House.
2: And we discussed this at length. And the yeah. internet did as well. This was like a real mystery. Why is she wearing a uniform at a Waffle House in Alabama? Is she recording nearby? Is this all a stunt? Is she just happened to be coming through? Like, what? how did this happen? It was just so weird.
1: So she was interviewed by the Hollywood Reporter in which she discussed it. And I'm going to tell you what she said, but I just want to say beforehand, I find this to be an insufficient explanation.
2: Oh, I love this already.
1: (laughs) She said that she was at a Waffle House for so long that someone at the Waffle House was like, here, put on a uniform and bring this regular his food and that it happened to be photographed and then it went viral. And then she made a quip about, I wish my record would go viral. Yes. Um, I just don't think that's like normal course of business explanation and I hope she didn't get anyone in trouble by being like he gave me a uniform to put on. Well, like
2: I well, there's okay the the three things we know about this statement, right? She was in a Waffle House. That's normal. For three hours.
1: <laughs> Made me think of the woman who went exactly. to Exactly, in, in the Cracker Barrel or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just
2: like, this is insane. Three hours in a Waffle House. You could literally sit down in a Waffle House, eat a full meal and be gone in 12 minutes. It's that kind of establishment.
1: Also, like, is there any place, even if you are Lana Del Rey, Like, is there any establishment where, like, if you hit a certain threshold, they offer you a uniform? Well,
2: you and I had some long dinners in Spain. We had some luxurious 3 hours, three-and-a-half-hour dinners. We had a great time. But they're coursed out. There's, like, there's, you know, some wine involved. We're having chats. We're recording podcasts. Like, what can you do after the two-hour market of Waffle House? At this point, you're there as a bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. Like, there's no other reason for her to continue to be there except for hoping, like, something like this would happen. But even then, this whole thing... What is this? Also, the fact that it was captured at the right time, like, if you're there long enough, it's sort of like having, like, a long exposure. It's just sort of like giving people a long enough period of time to capture you In the Waffle House shirt or whatever? Yeah, she's like,
2: oh, I had no idea the picture was being taken. Like, really? Because you're looking right at the camera.
1: It's not like it was crowded in there. It wasn't like paparazzi shot.
2: And she's there for, I don't know what she's doing there for three hours. The second she gets the (laughs) shirt. I don't know why she gets a shirt. And it's got to take a while. It's an engraved name tag.
1: Yeah, it's like.
2: It's not a sticker. They stick on the name tag. It's an engraved (laughs) name tag that has to be pre-prepared. Unless they have an on-site engraving machine or human engraver like the Stanley Cup.
1: Um, side note: I went to a uh, Golden Bachelor press event this week. Watched the Golden Bachelor on ABC and then listened to Bachelor Party. Of course, and the favor was notebooks that they were like monogramming on site with like a calligrapher. It was the best shit ever. Always nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I, I'm really glad that you mentioned like a bit because there also in this article in the Hollywood Reporter was a quote from Jack Antonoff who is. Her producer, and Lena he,
2: Dunham's ex-husband, boyfriend, whatever. Boyfriend, yeah, now yeah. married to
1: Margaret Qualley. They got married. Oh, no who
2: do who that is? But shout to Margaret Qualley, Andy
1: McDowell's daughter. They had they got married very recently. Wow,
2: Andy McDowell from Sex Lives and Videotape.
1: Uh, yeah, and from uh, Groundhog Day. Um, here's what Jack Antonoff said. This is a quote. She's really one of the greatest songwriters and vocalists who also likes to roll around in her truck and drink gas station coffee. That can disarm people, but there's no bit. You telling me this there's no bit? bit told a bit. me this is a bit her bit is that she wants to seem like she has gas station coffee and goes to yes. Waffle House for long periods of time and I'm just I'm sorry I don't I don't buy it like do you remember Carls from Hipster Runoff who wrote for Grantland? Yeah, of course. He was very infatuated with Lana Del Rey very early on because she's a bit internet person. Dude, she I,
2: I, I'm so dumb. I thought her name was Lana Del Rey until I read this article. Her name's like Elizabeth Worthing, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's
1: like, that's like saying I'm so dumb. I thought her name was Pink. I mean, it's her stage name. How else? <laughs> I know, but Lana Del
2: Rey could be a name.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: It could be a name.
1: Her name was Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. Yeah. Anyway, this is BS and... It's... Wait, her name's
2: Elizabeth Grant? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> We're hitting all the 90s movie stars.
1: (laughs) Um, Wasn't Elizabeth Grant abducted?
2: No, I was thinking Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. I think
1: Elizabeth, maybe I'm thinking of Elizabeth Smart. I think there was Elizabeth... Elizabeth Smart
2: was abducted. Yeah, whatever. Unfortunately.
1: Anyway, (laughs) let's move on. Move on on to the
2: (laughs) third thing we learned about this incident was the following, that there's a regular who goes there. Yes. Quote, this guy, a regular, comes in every day and orders two things. So they were like... Just go get it for him. I brought him a Coke, no ice, and an empty cup. Quote, for dip, she clarifies, miming the spit of a chewing tobacco over a Coke of her own. This one, a diet. I didn't see anyone take a video of me.
1: Okay. Once again, if you're serving the regular who orders the same thing presumably around the same time,
2: drinks a coke and then puts in some dip and then spits into the coke can for another 485 minutes, which is a long time to spend at Waffle House.
1: But if it's like your thing and it's like there's like the dip involved, that's real real like routine. Ritualistic, ritual. yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, another thing that you can plan around. So,
2: Mm. and also, I'm sure he likes routine. He's very habitual about his day. He doesn't need a celebrity giving him his Coke, ruining his (laughs) whole experience.
1: He probably knew who she was. Yeah, no, you think he,
2: the guy's a a local regular at the Waffle House that dips, has no idea who Lana Del Rey is or Elizabeth Wershmeimer Hurley Grant. Grant.
1: (laughs) Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. There. If you saw um, Lana Del Rey in a restaurant, would you identify her? No, me neither. And like, I know who she's is. Fam- I know she's very famous and who she is, but like, she looks no. kind of regular. So I think yes. that this also plays into it even further, where she's like, I'm just a regular person hanging out for a really long time at Waffle House for no reason at all.
2: Some celebrities are regular people. Some celebrities try really hard to seem like regular people, minutes. and Lana Del Rey is clearly in the second camp.
1: Yeah, and. That's also cool. Like this is her art. Do it, whatever you want. But like, please don't pretend that this just happened.
2: Yeah, and don't complain to me about your album sales. At this, in the same <laughs> breath of which you're like, I was just there trying to help the people of Waffle House in my fourth hour of existence there. Please,
1: <laughs> it's like so wild. Uh, whatever. All right. Uh, for anyone who's remotely famous to spend four hours in one location with no like privacy at all, you are asking to be photographed. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, you will be photographed. Yeah. I'm surprised there aren't more photographs. What will happen at some point is people will put you on That's TikTok point. and call their friends, and then they'll come over.
1: Why is there only like a limited number of photos? Because also I suspicious. think like Waffle
2: House, Alabama, is not Lana Del Rey's demographic.
1: Right. Like if it was like a country singer or something. Yes. Like Morgan Wallen. Yes. Then it would that be... would be a
2: thing. But I don't think like you know the video she did with ASAP Rocky is playing on the video jukebox in the Waffle House.
1: Yeah. Um, agreed. All right, let's move on to more celebrity news. Let's do it. This came to my attention via the Washington Post. However, it originates from Vanity Fair. Last week in Vanity Fair, <laughs> Chris Pratt claimed <laughs> that to train for his Marvel role in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Star-Lord. I haven't seen.
2: Great great films, great trilogy.
1: Um, I've heard that, but I haven't seen them. It's really good. Um, Here's a quote from the Vanity Fair article. Var- Marvel also introduced Pratt to nutritionist Philip Goglia, who increased Pratt's caloric intake to $4,000, 4, calories a day, plus one glass of water for each pound the actor weighed. I was peeing all day long every day. That part was a nightmare. Okay. Then.
2: We find out.
1: That that would have been uh, 200 cups of water a day. And that would be impossible. Yes, he and would it tur- die. It turns out that they they meant one ounce of water per pound of body weight, and they made a correction to the article and then did not uh, follow up with any request for a comment to, to The Washington Post.
2: Still a lot of water, yeah. if you think about it. You know, like, I'm like 220. Like, that's a lot of water. <laughs>
1: you know? If he had drank it... The- Washington Post says if it was a cup of water for every pound of body weight, and he reportedly weighs 240 pounds, that would have been 15 gallons a day.
2: Yes. Well, I, mean, I don't want to get you too can dark drown here. From that. Yeah, but a friend of mine's sibling passed from drink, over drinking water. Oh my
1: God, that's horrible. Yeah,
2: we'll move on. But like, this is a real thing. Yeah. this is, You can actually die from, from drinking too much water.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um,
2: I'm glad Chris Pratt did not.
1: Me too. I just thought, I I liked that the Washington Post was really changing this into calling out Vanity Fair. Like that became the crux of the issue.
2: Yeah. And like the headline is like, Chris Pratt does not drink 240 gallons of water a day. It's like, I know. (laughs) He's there. He
1: exists. I think that Chris Pratt seems like someone who would just like exaggerate. So I think there's also a question of like, did he say the wrong thing or did they write the wrong thing?
2: They wrote the wrong thing.
1: I don't know, maybe he also said the wrong thing. Also but they did correct. We've we've
2: we've we've dabbled in these waters before. I'm not afraid to just just dip a toe in. Four thousand calories. Not that hard to do in a day. I could do (laughs) that pretty easily. A smoothie is like eight hundred.
1: I feel like celebrities though, they're so used to being conscious of what they're eating that it's probably like
2: I could hit four thousand by like two o'clock PM pretty easily.
1: Yeah, if you like a smoothie is like easily five hundred calories. So you have that plus like a like a hearty breakfast. Yes. By ten a.m. You're like two thousand.
2: Right, you're already at like seventeen hundred. After the workout, another meal. It's two o'clock. I'm I'm in the three thousands.
1: Have you ever watched Limitless with Chris Hemsworth on um, Disney Plus? I have not. I love it. I recommend it.
2: It's about Adderall, right?
1: Like, the guy just takes a bunch of Adderall. That's a movie with Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. Is this that also is, called Limitless? Yes. Okay. This Wait, is, they're both called Limitless? Yes. <gasps> this is a six-part miniseries in which... Um, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, well, I've seen that. Yeah, his yeah. immortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Box breathing and walking across yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some but, of the some of the feats are a lot more a feat than others. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but there is part of it about like his diet when he's they show him training and stuff. Yeah, then he, and he the always fasting. brings his
2: brother along or whatever, and they chit chat. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. love it. Yeah, love yeah. It. you love that series so I much.
1: L- I love Chris Hemsworth. I just love him. Yes.
2: So I support. him. I do him. not recommend watching that series.
1: Why? It's great.
2: Every episode could be like four minutes, and they're at forty-five.
1: I find that stuff really soothing. It's so low stakes, and it's like. An attractive person. I don't know. I just With like. With their shirt off. Yeah, just training. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. All right. We got another follow up, also kind of about a celebrity, but the celebrity is a vehicle. As you may recall, the Wiener Mobile, which we discussed last year, and then we brought it back up because it changed its name to the Frank Mobile. And you immediately called bullshit on this. Well,
2: I'm a, a Wienermobile enthusiast. Of course, you've I've, seen I've it in the wild. I've spotted it in the wild multiple times. I've 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 been lucky enough to film it. I mean, the Wienermobile is is much like a a, a I rare you said animal. You say you're lucky. Yeah, I was honored to film it in real life, and I've seen it more than once. And I have a relationship with this vehicle, and I knew it is the Wienermobile. And I knew once they called it the Frankmobile, it was not going to not going to last. And as I think a, a common person, a civilian outside of the Wienermobile. You know, society would understand that. Oh, maybe they just changed the name. No, they didn't change the name. This is just a, a promotion.
1: I gave you a hard time about this. I think I was like just wanting to disagree with you that day because you were that obviously <laughs> right. <laughs> on many days, including that one, I just wanted to disagree with you, um, but you were right. Just wanted to give you your flowers.
2: I uh, accept your apology.
1: No, that's not what I said.
2: Well, I accept it. <laughs> I accept it. Can't take it back.
1: Let's move on to one of my favorite stories in quite some time. What? We're, we're like we're like fifteen minutes in. Well, I wanted to talk about this sort of
2: a little warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Also, I feel like let's lead with celebrities. That's what everyone else <laughs> does. <you know? laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. If <laughs> given, you made it this far in the podcast, you're in.
1: Given the opportunity to talk about Taylor Swift on food news, we have to take it. Of and course. then the Lana Del Rey story, I had a lot to say. I also have just a lot of enthusiasm about this article from the New York Times. I believe it's from the style section, uh, food and style. The headline is "New York's hottest steakhouse was a fake until Saturday night," and so this is such a great. Like anecdote that I could see making it into like the social network too, written by Aaron Sorkin.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, this is going to be a a series of films, something. something. Oh, it's it's obvious.
1: It's amazing. So Jacoby, have you ever heard of Mehran Steakhouse?
2: Well, I read the article, but not before that. Had
1: you heard of it before? No, ma'am. Me neither. But some people had because it is a place in the Lower East Side that is on Google Maps. That people were making reservations I, for.
2: I think it's on 83rd Street. The mythical place is on 83rd Street. You're right.
1: The mythical yes. place is on 83rd Street. So it was Pardon me.
2: It was a it was basically. Um, I mean, I don't want to step on your news. Read, it's okay. But there's a group of people who live in a hacker house know what that is basically you're in, you're you're young and in your 20s and you sleep on the floor and, and you, you like split work rent. in tech. Yeah. You split rent and you work in tech. So basically it's a flop house for people that just graduated college or like dropped out, right? And what they did is they made up a fake steakhouse and they put a listing up, up well, it, it called Morans Moran's. I don't want to say his name wrong.
1: I think it's Mehran. Mehran, but you're yeah. aligning some facts here.
2: Well, this is why it's your job.
1: <laughs> well, stick to the heist, okay? okay. I'll, do, I'll do the fake Copy state that. houses. You go. Um, Mehran was one of the people, one of the 20-somethings living in this 21. house. 21. Keep he was tw- that in mind. He was 21. young.
2: You're barely a 20-something. It's very
1: social network. When they lived in the flop house, remember that? Yes. And in, in Palo Alto, uh, crucially, uh, Andrew Garfield's character wasn't there for the summer, and that's how he got cut out. Yeah. Anyway. They had this place in 83rd to like save money. And also like for communal living, Mehran used to make them steak and being the techie people that they are, they created a fake like location on Google maps for their address. That was called Mehran steakhouse. It was like an inside joke based on the fact that this guy, Mehran was always making them steak. Um, And then they themselves left really enthusiastic Google reviews on Google maps. And as a result, tourists began to think it was like a real place and they would like walk past it and be confused and then people would like email or like use Google to ask for reservations and then like eight months later, this past weekend, people were told that they finally got a reservation.
2: And there's a 900 person waiting list for a reservation. (laughs) Think about that. 900 people were dying to go to Mehran's Steakhouse.
1: It's like wild, just based on Google reviews that these techies Posted. Yes. So then, for one night only, they decided to basically have an episode of the rehearsal from Nathan Fielder, <laughs> yes. which is one of my favorite shows. Not a
2: good show, but continue. <laughs> and
1: they made a steakhouse in a event space where they had like in the Lower East Side, in the Lower East Side. And Mehran was making steak uh, It wasn't that good But they also had like A lot of like Other fake activities Like a fake proposal mm-hmm. um,
2: They had people outside Drake fans outside Behind the Velvet like, Road Holding
1: like Drake signs To make me. it
2: seem like Drake was inside eating And they also had A staff of 60 People flew in So it's a bunch of people Because
1: all these people Now they, live they on the West Coast They don't live there
2: anymore They don't even live in New York They had to fly in To come up with a fake restaurant To serve people That thought it was A real restaurant That got great reviews They thought it was The hottest steakhouse In, in Manhattan and little do they know, they're, they're cooking out of a regular kitchen, and it's Mehran just like doing the best he can.
1: He doesn't know anything about cooking steak. He's just figuring it out as he goes along. I, I love at
2: one point, they're like, well, what if someone asks for um, a beverage that's not on the menu? Guess what beverages are on the menu? Three types of wine and milk. <laughs> the milk part blew my mind. It's disgusting. Of all, like, of all the things to have as your non-alcoholic beverage, milk?
1: So gross. What? I told you I once went on like a, a weird like brunch quasi date and the guy ordered milk, right? It was the first time we hung out. No. First and last. Wow. Yeah. It was really huh. quite, a, quite a time. 10 minutes. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was, milk is not I think if, if you're
2: a milk drinker, you should be cognizant of the fact that you don't do it on a first date. You could do it later in okay. the relationship. I said do it at home no you can do it later in the relationship if you're already in on the guy it becomes sure. a quirky little thing okay. that's funny But like, like seven months in yeah but like day one just don't lead with the milk
1: <laughs> it was so weird <laughs> anyway I love this story of Mayeron's if you go to com, you can see the website that used to be there they've now sort of like moved on not they to their one night only it's really great I love what people this, this is like Lana Del Rey take a page from these people they really committed to the bit and yes. they told you about the bit can there's I nothing just, wrong with it can
2: I go negative for a second sure. I always, I'm just thinking about all the tours that tried to launch restaurants in Manhattan, like in the past 12 months that just failed miserably. It's so hard to have a successful restaurant business. And these people by accident created a hot restaurant.
1: I know, but it wouldn't necessarily have translated into anything. Like, I don't think there's like they're taking opportunity from anyone else. Oh, no.
2: No, not at all. And, but like, it just it, goes to show that like all of this is are bullshit. People yeah. Yes, it's all bullshit. And it's, it's, I, I especially love that it taps into the sort of like exclusivity, the new place, the hot thing in Manhattan, and people seriously thinking that it was. And there's some great quotes from people that went there being like, yeah, I noticed everyone that worked there was like 20 years old, and the sommelier <laughs> didn't know how to open a wine bottle. I started thinking like, oh, this is like an NYU thing.
1: I loved that quote. Yeah. It's like, a real indictment of NYU kids. It was funny.
2: Well, Tish kids. Tish kids. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> difference. As, Sorry. As, as an alumni, you, as an alumni, there's a certain sector of the school that are those kids and they're Tish kids.
1: I totally get that because as a Northwestern alum, I like to clearly note that I am not a journalism alum. I was not mm. a journalism student, just mm. to be very clear. Just, re- just a regular, regular person studying English, whatever. Um. All right. Should we move on to today's taste test?
2: Yes. This is a big one.
1: We teased it before. We uh, are energy drink enthusiasts, but we like the powder The powder
2: this add. This is enhancing water. Uh, we I discussed last week before that I like to enhance my water. Water, I drink a lot, but I like to put electrolyte powders or collagen powders or energy powders or just flavor, like Kool-Aid, straight-up Kool-Aid powder in there. And what we have here are water, but enhanced with nutrients and flavors that enhance the water. Um, One is my go-to one is juliet's go to and one is my wife's go to hey joey let's start with
1: let's start with joey's
2: joey's go to
1: it is called
2: i want to get this correct it's called vital proteins this is morning get up and glow mm. this the thing about this one i said well joey what does this do for you she said it gives you energy and it makes your skin look great oh interesting and i said to her your skin does not need to look any better it always looks good it always looks good it's got 10 grams of collagen peptides. Oh, the
1: collagen peptides is what does it.
2: Yes. 600% of vitamin C, and it's also got just various things inside of it. Caffeine, collagen peptides, hair and nail support, biotin, hydraulic acid, youthful appearance, no gluten or dairy.
1: So, this is or- this is an orange flavor. I'm going to taste it.
2: You didn't pour any for me. Thank you very much. I'm very considerate.
1: Kind of tastes like tang. Tang? Oh, Have you had tang?
2: Yeah, of course I've had tang. I've had everything.
1: Probably not in a while. I like this. Let me this. try this. This is good. I get it. Very chuggable which is kind of important with these drinks.
2: Okay, one thing that's very important is Juliet refused to allow me to follow the directions on the packets. Refused. Because she thinks it over flavors. Well, that, just
1: to be clear, the directions were to certain proportion of powder to water. Yes,
2: they usually I use always... a 16.9 ounce bottle of water, which, which I proposed. Yes, which I brought.
1: Oh, I'm glad you didn't do it. I think it tastes good as is. I we... do
2: not. I don't think it tastes flavorful enough. Oh,
1: so you wanted to have more. Yes. Oh, interesting. Not I. That Well, also, it didn't even uh, fully dilute.
2: No. And also, I, I want to say or this sorry, for, for anyone, anyone that's dabbling into the powdered um, beverage area that Julie and i are, are core in the center of i i urge you to use a bottle you must and then drink a little bit to create a little air packet and then shake it in the bottle if you try to stir it into a glass it just will not dissolve
1: um good note very true liquid iv is next it's my my prefer, my preference and here's the thing about liquid iv i'm gonna be honest they're a bachelor party sponsor oh however they were However, that's not why I like it.
2: Oh, I drink it in my regular life.
1: I got some in the mail because I had to do a personal endorsement, and now I buy it. I like, really, I did use my own bachelor code though to buy it. But I, okay, <laughs> but like that's how it came into my life. But I like it so much that I I keep buying it. And so there's a bunch of different kinds of like what Ivy makes. My favorite is the yuzu pineapple energy drink, which um, I just
2: so happened to get.
1: I'm so happy. Like, thank you so much. Is, have you mixed this already? Yeah. It looks
2: clear. It has no I didn't put it, visual I put, indication. Do you want to put a little bit more Yeah, in? because you messed up my last one.
1: <laughs> I don't, I liked how it tasted. I don't no, like. No,
2: it was too watered. And you, first of all, she put, oh my God.
1: That's still a lot. I usually do 64 ounces for one packet.
2: You're just you though. I think what? we should follow the instructions that the, whatever. We're in a fight.
1: I'm just trying to have everyone enjoy it. Ooh, it does it.
2: smell pineapple One thing about pineapple is you can put it's, a it's t- drop best. of pineapple goes in so gasoline far. and it tastes like pineapple. It
1: so, goes so far. <laughs> Seriously. Can you have, a, have a sip? Because I know what it tastes like because okay. I have it all the time. I love this shit. I like, I like miss it when I'm out.
2: It's a really good flavor.
1: It's really good. Yuzu It's pineapple. a really
2: good flavor. The yuzu, if someone said, what does yuzu oh, taste like? So I would not be able to explain it, but I can, I can taste it.
1: Thank you so much for bringing this today. I was out this is excellent literally I bought some yesterday using bachelor got code got extra packets for you code bachelor if you want I think 20% off uh, okay. still, still works and
2: it's that's great fun, it's
1: so good that's
2: great this is not a competition but that is noticeably it's, it's always excellent. A,
1: always a competition between us it's okay yeah,
2: that's good that one's good that one's really really good well I brought it so I win you so can't you see me
1: but I'm I'm doing like a
2: a, a roof a, raising a thing,
1: victorious but... arm some move of some yeah. kind <laughs>
2: It's not your best look. So what? this this is my go to our final one. What's it called? This is called Ultima. Um, I do hot yoga a lot, and this is where I was introduced to it. This is truly like an electrolyte thing. This is you're gonna sweat a lot. We're gonna refill you with electrolytes. Add one stick pack to 16 ounce, ounces of fluid water. Now, I buy the variety packs that come in grape. Um, there's v- lots of flavors. Um, there's a, there's Grape a, a cherry, gross. there's a raspberry, oh, there's an orange, and this is the lemonade. This is what okay. I first um, was introduced to, and this is what I introduced my children to, which they love to call it daddy water, and it's very lemony.
1: Oh, it really tastes like lemonade. It's good.
2: Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good, right?
1: If you like lemonade, you'll love this.
2: It tastes like lemonade. Now, yeah. it has no calories. It makes your water taste like lemonade, and it gives you electrolytes. Why- this is very good. So... I would, I've i told this story briefly, but I tried to, like, I saw a friend of mine drinking water and I was like, hey, put this in there. And they refused. And there's a part of me, it's like, you don't want it to taste better and to be better for you?
1: Yeah. I it's know. a win, win, win. I know. My brother claims that when he has liquid IV, it makes his synapses fire more quickly and he's like more, more well, mentally. This
2: liquid IV is energy. So there's caffeine yeah. in it as well. There there's caffeinated and non caffeinated. If you're giving it to your kids, do not do caffeinated. Yeah,
1: they also have just a hydration one, but yeah. like, I like both. I mean, the, I, I need the liquid IV. So, I mean, I I need the caffeine. Um, there you go. Wow, this is exciting. Just one question for you. I thought you were into Mio, the little squirty.
2: I am. Those weren't available to me at the time. Oh, okay. And I'm my, gonna try it on my, my own wife time. has shamed me into being off of Mio and off of the Kool-Aid. Because too she's too like, oh, sugar. those are just chemicals. There's no sugar, but it's, it's like it's all like fake chemicals. It's all just there for taste. She's like, if you're going to enhance your water, do it with collagen, do it with protein, do it with electrolytes, she's do right. it with something that's going to make you better. And I didn't really. I looked do with
1: caffeine in my case. Yeah,
2: I looked at her and I was like, I had to try to come up with a reason why I'm not doing that, and I just literally couldn't. So there we are. Now all we're right.
1: here. Fair enough. All right, we got to move on. Personal food news. I'll go first, as always. Um, I had a flight on Saturday. And a last flight week, of what? Last weekend. Um, an air, an oh, airplane. airplane. okay.
2: Sorry.
1: I was on an airplane flight. Mm-hmm. No, like where we had was at. Very food-new centric. Yeah, we just went on a flight
2: of, of enhanced waters.
1: Loved it. Um, as you remember, there was the storm Ophelia, so I was really worried about uh, um, puking on the plane, so I took a Dramamine. Um, I'm very prone to motion sickness. Uh, I took the Dramamine. Didn't puke. I was really knocked out from it. Like, so knocked out that I, I lost the next day. I was, like, so fucked up.
2: Lost the next day? I was day? so tired.
1: I couldn't, I, like, couldn't function. I was, wow. like, I, like, really could barely function. However, I did have to leave the house because I ordered salad for lunch because I would just been traveling and I just really need to have a salad, uh, even though it was Sunday and, like, you don't really think about, like, your salad place is your go-to on Sunday. But I was, like, whatever, they'll deliver it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucked up from my dramamine that I hit pickup by accident. I was, like, Fuck, oh I, no. I have to go pick it up.
2: Oh, I, I would have just ordered it again delivery and just ate in the cost.
1: So I went. I seconds. Not so many bad things happened from there. It's raining. I can barely stay awake. I have to walk like 0. 0.3 miles. And I get to my salad place. And first of all, and most importantly, I'm at the salad place on a Sunday. I texted Chris Ryan about this because I knew he'd understand. He made a great point. And he is like, for everyone's mental health, your go-to salad place should not be open on Sundays. Like, no one should be allowed to, to enter. eat salad
2: on Sundays? No, you can
1: have salad. But you shouldn't be going to your weekday salad spot on Sunday for, oh, for I like, see that. your yeah. Sunday brunch. Yeah, i there yeah, at, like, yeah, 11.45 yeah. picking yeah, yeah. up my salad. That is a weekday
2: lunch. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, it's also raining. And I'm so fucking tired from jamming that I sat at the salad place and ate it there. Okay. And, but. And it was depressing. That was the point because it's fucking Sunday at the salad place. It is raining. And then it's good that I did though, because in my just dramamine state, I forgot to get dressing altogether. wasn't even on the side, wasn't mixed in. And I was like, fuck. And so then I was like, oh, there's no dressing on this. And they're like, yeah, you didn't ask for any. And I was like, oh, okay. Can I have some? So then just hand me a little cup of dressing, which I'm grateful for. I need a dressing. But I'm like, I'm still here. Can't you just mix it for me?
2: But Did you ask them to? They
1: didn't offer, and I, I didn't feel that was on the table. So I just returned to my sad table, ate my salad, barely stayed awake, somehow got home, got back in bed, and it was a disastrous Sunday.
2: I just love that like everyone else's stories like that have a lot to do with being hammered. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like I drank a whole bottle of Evan Williams, (laughs) and I tried to get some pizza. I barely made it home. I don't even remember making it home. And yours are like, yesterday I had a Dramamine.
1: I uh, always take a yellow cab home from JFK, and I took an Uber this time because it was like 75 yards less walking, and I was like, I can't make it. You can't
2: make it to the line. (laughs) You never know with those cab lines either.
1: I mean, I could see it. I could see it wasn't that bad, but <laughs> it was it was seventy-five too, yards. It was too far, so I had to two hundred
2: twenty-five feet. Yeah, I took an Uber Who instead. Are you, a distance <laughs> runner.
1: I was like, yeah, it's not a full football field, but it's close.
2: It's 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 close.
1: <laughs> it was it was uh yeah it was really something. I won't be doing that again.
2: Um, my personal food news is, uh, I'm on the carton show every day on FS1 between seven and nine 30. That's not the personal food news, but you can also subscribe to the carton show podcast to listen to me talk about sports every day. And because of this show and its intensity and the length of it and the football focus, I have to like really lock in on Sundays to watch football. So I just lock into my house, no drinking, no smoking, nice. just like, just like quad locked in life. quad box, but a lot of red zone mixed in there, you know, depending on the matchups and the games and whatever. But part of my Sunday routine is to order Wingstop. Mm. And I I know there are better wings out there, just like there's better burgers than like Shake Shack, but it's just such a consistent go-to that I've really enjoyed it. And one thing that I've learned is not only does Wingstop have a well-done option on their app and a flats-only option Mm. on their app, which I love, is I have discovered something about wings that I've never really dabbled in before that has really opened me up to new wing flavors, and that is the dry rub. Oh, I've always been a Buffalo original hot person, always. And now I've, because of my friend Jalen Rose, he introduced me to dry rub life, and I love the dry rub life. So if you are at a wing stop or even just any wing place and you've never had a dry rub wing, I cannot recommend it enough. And I would not have done this without Jalen.
1: Thanks, Jalen. Question, and then we'll list one listener uh, call. Is this an L.A. thing for you? Like, were you a Wingstop patron before you lived in Los Angeles?
2: I was not. I have not had a single wing from Wingstop until three weeks ago.
1: Whoa. Because we used to order it at Grantland. Don't you no, remember? No, I
2: did not oh, order you, it at you Grantland. you weren't part of that? No.
1: But do you remember that happening? No. Okay. That was really before we used to go off on our, our two-person lunches. And
2: look
0: at us now.
1: Here we are. All right. Let's hear from one listener. Hit it, Mike.
0: Hey, Juliet and Jacoby. This is Brian from Buffalo. First hey, time, in long time. Listening to you guys for a long time. We got it. Way back to the uh, (laughs) Jalen and Jacoby days. Give the people what they want.
1: Nice.
0: I need you to settle a dispute that I'm having between my wife and I. I like these. Uh, So we were making some eggs for the kids in the morning. Okay. And the carton of eggs only had three eggs. Carton. But I needed five eggs. So instead of taking those three eggs, I opened a second carton and used those five eggs because I didn't want to mix the eggs. I am now being shunned by my wife, who, who thinks this is a completely inappropriate behavior. Meanwhile, I just want uniformity. There could be issues. I don't want to mix the eggs. These could be different chickens. These could be different eggs. Who knows? You're you're mixing families of eggs together. And I didn't want that kind of hodgepodge chaos omelet for my children. So here's hope hoping you guys agree with me. And uh, I look forward to hearing your opinion. Okay. Um...
1: On the surface, he makes a good point. However, like I agree, like you want, like, yeah, same chicken. Sure, you don't want to, like, you don't want to mix and match, but you have no way of knowing that you haven't already been mixed and matched, on man.
2: And I hate to to break it to Brian, but it's not like some chicken named Sally lays twelve eggs and they put all those twelve <laughs> yeah, exactly. eggs in one carton. They're not from the same family. These aren't. You're not going to like the local farm down the street and like seeing how many eggs were laid that day. That's not how it works. And I understand your point, Brian, but I have to say that there. The uniformity of the eggs is a desirable thing. You want that. But what trumps that is just the philosophy of eating the oldest first, always. Mm. And I feel like that is a a higher tenant in the rules of the kitchen than uniformity is in your omelet. And also, five eggs in an omelet is psycho behavior, too, Brian. For How kids, many kids do you have? People. Like seven? Five egg <laughs> omelet? That's insane. How do you even flip that? Who's got a pan that big? I would say
1: a five egg omelet feeds three to four people.
2: How many eggs in an omelet if you make it at home? Two. Yeah, I think two or three are the only acceptable numbers, and two is preferred.
1: For one person.
2: Yeah, I think three is too much for one person because there's other things involved in the omelet. And I like to have a little side dish with my omelet as well.
1: Here's my main note, Brian. I think you might want to consider becoming a vegan. because if they are going to
2: say divorce. I was like, no, no do not, no, not listen no, to no. Juliet. No, no, okay. no. Okay.
1: If you're worried about this, I don't think you want to look more into where your eggs come from. And as a result, I just think that perhaps you should follow a different path. And then throw that out okay, there. As
2: someone who routinely gives out terrible advice, do not follow that advice. <laughs> Eating cheese and meats is one of the, the joys of life, Brian. And I would say that I side with your wife. She is right. You are wrong. Thank you for listening to Food News ever since the Jalen and Jacoby days.
1: <laughs> also, while we're saying thank yous, thank you to our producers, Ronick Nair and Mike Wargon. We'll be back next week.